I'm Kelsey. I'm Cassie. And I'm Nolan from SCP Weekly. We bring you news from on-site and off-site. And we share your love for the creative community that surrounds the SCP Wiki. Join us on Tuesdays for new episodes, wherever you listen to podcasts, or on YouTube at SCP Weekly. Item number SCP-5352. Object Class, Euclid. Special Containment Procedures. SCP-5352 is monitored remotely from Site-107, 4 kilometers north of Murky Lake. Once per month, a team of five members of personnel, two D-Class, two agents, and one researcher are to enter the town and collect samples and monitor anomalous phenomena within. Disappearances are to be logged, and in the event missing parties cannot be located, they are to be considered killed in action. SCP-5352-C is to be actively monitored in the event that more than 90% of the building housing it becomes absent. Procedure 5352 precession is to be carried out in an attempt to preserve the integrity of both the building and local reality. Under no circumstances are personnel allowed to whistle while within SCP-5352. Description SCP-5352 refers to the abandoned town of Murky Lake, New Mexico, Nexus 04. The area has been devoid of permanent human settlement since 1936, when the population vanished during the Dust Bowl. Prior to this, anomalous events of unclear origin had been documented throughout Murky Lake, though these events were treated as being of low priority by the American Secure Containment Initiative. Most Nexus zones operate under a series of thematic constants. SCP-5352 appears to operate on a theme that has been quantified as absence. Historically, Murky Lake and the area around it had the highest number of disappearances per capita within New Mexico, despite the fact that the population at its peak was 103 people. This rate declined following the abandonment of the town in 1936. Several other items serve to support this theme of absence, including a complete lack of wildlife within an uneven 5-kilometer area centered around the skeleton of a horse behind the former general store. A lack of chlorophyll in plant life. Despite this, plants continue to grow normally. The inability for music to be played or performed in any form, whether live or recorded. The sole exception to this is whistling, which data expunged. The tendency for groups of five or more individuals to lose at least one member while inside SCP-5352. In most cases, this is simply a temporary separation. The lack of bacterial or fungal species existing outside of human bodies, which is believed to account for the relatively well-preserved state of Murky Lake. Random gaps in buildings wherein pieces of furniture, walls, and even load-bearing beams are physically absent, but the surrounding structure is not affected. 
The eponymous murky lake itself is also absent, likely due to non-anomalous evaporation following the departure of the town's populace. The former lake bed still exists, approximately half a kilometer to the north of the town. Notably, a large amount of human skeletal remains have been found atop and within the lake bed, and display signs of health issues that were common in the late 1800s and early 1900s. Of the recovered bodies, approximately 70% have one or more holes in their sternum or rib cage, while 5% were decapitated anti-mortem. SCP-5352-A is a gap between two buildings on Main Street. Records in Union County dated to this time indicate the existence of the town hall at this location. Individuals who enter SCP-5352-A often emerge soaking wet despite the lack of water in the area and bear minor ligature marks around their wrists, elbows, knees, and ankles, and major ligature marks around their neck. At irregular intervals, between 2 and 12 humanoid figures are visible within SCP-5352-A. They are intangible and have not responded to Foundation attempts at communication, excluding Incident 5352-05, which resulted in 15 Foundation casualties. Directly across from SCP-5352-A is SCP-5352-B, which refers to a space beneath the town undertaker. SCP-5352-B is accessible through a trap door on the ground floor. Personnel who have entered and exited SCP-5352-B cannot recall any details about its appearance, but have been able to retrieve items from within. Visual recording equipment uniformly fails when in this space, but audio recording has detected the sounds of glass breaking underfoot, metallic clanging, and a large amount of flowing water. Despite claiming to be an undertaker, items retrieved from SCP-5352-B include several non-standard tools and chemicals, including needles, straight razors, cleavers, tattooing ink, sulfuric acid, and a branding iron with a head in the shape of a 12-pointed star. SCP-5352-C refers to an anvil within the remains of the blacksmith at the northernmost edge of the town of Murky Lake. This building would have been the closest to the lake itself and is the most heavily affected by the gap phenomenon present in SCP-5352, with over 75% of the structure physically absent. SCP-5352-C has been modified in such a way that it makes it impractical to be used in metalworking. The face of the anvil has a hole in the center, which runs through the body of the anvil. Sounds of running water can be heard from the underside, speculated to be the same underground channel detected in SCP-5352-B. The horn of SCP-5352-C has been sharpened to a point that would make it unsuited for shaping metal. Given the amount of human blood found on SCP-5352-C and the presence of SCP-5352-C1 in the same building, it is speculated that SCP-5352-C was some form of altar. SCP-5352-C1 is what Foundation researchers have termed a ritual garrote. 
SCP 5352 C1 consists of a 40 centimeter length of human sinew wrapped around a metal wire with a pair of 15 centimeter long handles at either end that terminate into sharp points. Each handle is carved with the shapes of six humanoid figures. Testing has confirmed that the wire of SCP-5352-C1 is sharp and strong enough to decapitate a human being. The handles are irregularly shaped and fit within the Pritchell and Hartle holes atop SCP-5352-C's face. At irregular intervals, starting at noon and ending at sunset, the building containing SCP-5352-C will become impenetrable to visible light. Thermal imaging has shown 12 humanoid figures within, apparently looking at SCP-5352-C. When this phenomenon ends, another portion of the blacksmith containing SCP-5352-C will have vanished. SCP-5352 was rediscovered by the Foundation following the disappearance of the crew of Following the Ley Lines, Ghost Town Explorers, a paranormal reality TV show that was filming its pilot in the vicinity. While their equipment was found scattered throughout the town and their vehicle parked on the lake bed, the only evidence of any crew member was a hat located on the ground outside of SCP-5352-A, which, based on brain tissue recovered inside, belonged to host William Plunkett. Thank you for listening to this podcast. If you like what you hear, head over to my Patreon at patreon.com slash kelseynarrates and help support me by becoming a patron for as little as $3 a month. I'm not going to get rich doing this, but it does take money to keep a podcast running. All patrons get early access to every episode I publish. I don't have the talent it takes to write a skip. All I do is read. Original authors make this podcast possible, so credit to the original author. Their links in the description. Show them some love as well. Consider becoming a member of the SCP Wiki. Upvote their work and maybe write a skip of your own. Maybe I'll read it here someday. You never know if you never try. The content of this podcast and content relating to the SCP Foundation, including the SCP Foundation logo, is licensed under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0, and all concepts originate from scpwiki.com and its authors. This recording, being derived from this content, is hereby also released under Creative Commons Sharealike 3.0. I'm Grigori Carpin from Simply Creative People, the podcast where we discuss GOIs, canons, and stories from the SCP Wiki, and we try to recommend things for all fans of the Wiki, new and old. Look for us on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Visit the show page at anchor.fm slash simply-creative-people. Or follow us on Twitter at S-I-M-C-R-E-A-T. Hey there, this is DJ Skip, host of Foundation After Midnight Radio, coming to you from the only third shift broadcast for personnel by personnel. Be sure to tune in wherever you listen to podcasts to not miss out on containment news and community announcements from within the Foundation.